Boys and girls, friends and neighbors, welcome back to 31 Days of Horror. Day number 29? Yes. (laughs) As you can hear, Gabriel's back with me and we're going to talk about Hotel Transylvania 3 Summer Vacation? Yes. We're really getting off track with this one. I mean, it's kind of like being in a hotel. It's a cruise ship. Yes, it's a hotel on water. Once but again, they had to change something, so that's not well, yeah, bad. Yeah. They gotta go somewhere. Once again, Adam Sandler is Count Dracula. Andy Samberg is Johnny. Selena Gomez is Mavis. Kevin James is Frankenstein. David Spade is Griffin. Steve Buscemi is Wayne. Keegan Michael Key as Murray. Molly Shannon as Wanda. Fran Drescher as Eunice. Asher Blinkoff as Dennis. And now we have Catherine Hahn as Erica Van Helsing, Jim Gaffigan as Professor Abraham Van Helsing, Sadie Sandler's back as Winnie, Mel Brooks also as Count Vlad, Chris Parnell as Stan, a fishman who works on the Legacy. That's the ship. Uh, he was the fly in the other movies, but now he's a fish guy. He upgraded. Joe White as Tinkles, Dennis's giant pet puppy. And Bob, one of the gremlins who works as a co-pilot on Gremlins Airlines. Joe Jonas as Kraken. Okay, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that was him either. A giant music-loving sea monster who lives near Atlantis. So he has a little song, right? That's why they got Joe Jonas, probably. Yeah, yeah. He's like the lounge singer Kraken that uh, is there at the end when they... Yeah. That they trick into... That Van Helsing tricks him into trying to kill him. Yeah. Chrissy Teigen as Crystal, an invisible woman. I didn't realize her name was Crystal. That's kind of funny. And Gendy Tartakovsky. I looked it up. It apparently is Gendy. As Blobby, Blobby Baby, and Puppy Blobby. Tara Strong as Frankenlady, voiced by Alison Hammond and credited as Franken Ginger in the UK release. She met him at the beginning. Yeah. She was Frankenstein was trying to set her up with with Vlad. Right. No, with Dracula. So they got someone else to do the voice in the UK version? That's weird. Maybe they want him to have a British accent in that one. I guess. Jamie Camille Camille as El Chupacabra. Oh, yes. And this is weird. The voice actor was fine, but that's not what the Chupacabra looks like. Uh, I, I didn't realize we had a set. Oh, yes. Look. Additionally... Tartakovsky, White, Strong, and Tegan also reprised their roles in the French, German, Spanish, Italian, Russian, Polish, and Romanian language dubs of the movie. Well, Tarkovsky's just playing Blob. Well, sure. So, and it's all, he doesn't use real language anyway. Right, but those other people all have. Who are the other two? White, Strong, and Tegan. Who's White? Uh, he's T- Oh, he's the puppy, so, okay, fine. But okay. Chrissy Tegan had lines. And Tara Strong had lines. Chrissy Teigen was Crystal. Yeah. Yeah, but she only had like one line in the whole damn thing. Maybe. I'm just... But did you say... Uh, Tara Strong. Those were the only ones? Yeah. Which part did Tara Strong play? Franken lady. 
I mean, that's a lot of lines for if they're doing all those different languages. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, I guess she just learned them phonetically, or maybe, maybe she's I guess that Tarkovsky multi- just said blah 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, okay. What are your preliminary thoughts on this one? I liked it. Um, I didn't like the the character design of Erica. Her chin was just creeped me out the weak. whole time. It was kind but, of weak. Yeah, but I love Catherine Hahn. She's yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was Agatha all along. Yes, you're right. It, it was it was Catherine all along. Uh, there was a lot of really fun moments in it. Mm-hmm. Like when uh, Drac and Blob are walking on the, the boat and she's uh-huh. trying to kill him. Uh-huh. And they keep actually, you know, because he's all excited because he's fell in love with this girl. Yeah. And the uh, Indy Erica Jones scene uh-huh. when she's going to get the artifact. Yeah. And then yeah. they're dancing up the stairs and yeah. he's protecting her and everything. Right. That was really fun. There was a lot of stuff like that that uh-huh. I really liked. Could have Could have done without the Macarena. <laughs> at the end I mean isn't that song like 20 years old well yeah that's what I didn't I mean they were like alright let's do some feel good music and you know they did okay uh, the mean, Beach Boys right Good Vibrations sure. great I mean, and then they went older. to uh, Don't Worry Be Happy Don't Worry Be Happy great you yeah. know fit with it but then to end with Macarena like I would have thought uh, Happy yeah you know Pharrell Cause I'm happy. Their idea was like, okay, here's the ultimate happy, feel good yeah. song, and yeah. Man, and to sure me, Macarena didn't. I guess people still played at weddings, so people still know what it is. Oh, sure. On the ball, uh, the baseball park, they do it at the ballpark. Oh yeah, of course. Any sort of gathering where there's a DJ, it's right. going to get played. Yeah. Um, and I mean, clearly the songwriters did something right with that song because they made probably a billion dollars. <laughs> It sticks in your head and makes you, and you sing it and you can't help but sing it. It does. Along. It has the dance to go with it. That helps. But it just didn't, I don't know. I would have expected something more recent. In the back of my head, somehow, one of the three was uh, Istanbul, Constantinople from They Might Be Giants. I kept waiting <laughs> for it. I'm like, all right, They Might Be Giants is next. Okay. So I don't know what movie played that that I saw recently. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I, I would have preferred that. Some They Might Be Giants to Macarena. But nobody knows that. They're still fairly, it's still pretty popular. They're they're, they're, they're pretty obscure. They're fairly no, because that song was on on Animaniacs. <laughs> so for a certain generation, yeah, like thirty years ago. No, not that they long. Might twenty. Be, look, I love they might be giants, but they're not that well known. Very no, little. but for a certain generation, there's a certain generation that does. Know everybody, that song gonna everybody knows Macarena. No, I agree. Macarena is more popular. It's supposed to be sure. the ultimate song. It's got staying power. But I just expected something more. Recent, no, and modern, because no, because they want something that stood the test of time. That's well, ultimate. yeah, I guess that makes sense. I just, I just hate the dance. <laughs> the song I don't even mind as much. It's the actual dance, okay. that I can't stand. Okay, all right. It's just a stupid dance. Oh well, my god! I mean, I don't know if it even constitutes a dance, really. Ah, you're movement. moving rhythmically. Uh, all right, let's just jump into the rundown of this. Uh, you can have you have a problem with this first part, and I don't disagree. Back in 1897, Dracula oh, yeah, and his friends that. travel in disguise on a train to Budapest. However, Dracula's arch nemesis, Professor Abraham Van Helsing, boards the train and unveils the monsters. The monsters escape by climbing through the roof, and Dracula pushes his friends off the train for their safety. Van Helsing becomes uh, becomes obsessed with destroying Dracula, but is constantly outsmarted by him. So, yeah, Dracula's immortal. 
Yeah, but mummy, clearly, mummy, sure. Frankenstein's monster. Right. So he's there's no problem there. But why is Wayne immortal? Yeah, why well, are Wayne and the Invisible Man? The Invisible Man has is no reason for him to have a long life. Right. For Werewolves are difficult to kill, uh-huh. but it's not my understanding that they don't age. Well, but he's not a werewolf anyway. He's a wolf man. Whatever. They they're hard to kill. Right. But as far as I know, they age. But yes, Wayne should like not have been in 1897 else. and now in the 2000s. Right. I mean, I, it's I probably, like it. I don't know when the I don't book, know why it bothered me, but it bothered me. I don't know when the book was written, but it's probably appropriate for him to be in 1897 and not sure. appropriate for right. him for to, him to be, be around now. Um, I mean, it's a cartoon for kids. Yeah. But I, that still bothered me. Uh, now, Van Helsing, they've shown it. They show us he artificially prolongs his life through right. cybernetics. Because he's now, a, well, cyberpunk kinetics. Yeah. Uh, or, sorry, uh, steampunk kinetics. Yes. In the present day, a few weeks after the second film, Dracula is running his hotel business smoothly with Mavis and Johnny. Once again, all his friends are just hanging out at the hotel all the time now. They just live there. Yeah, they don't have jobs. <laughs> I don't know if there's a certain monster money. Or maybe they do stuff, you know, maybe ep- the fifth film will see that there's also a drug operation going on underneath <laughs> it. You know, those guys are slinging all the other patrons, yeah. and that's how they live their I'm lifestyle. Saying, in, it's clear in the first film that they've come for vacation. In the later ones, they just seem to be there all the time. Right. Drac is depressed that he has remained single since his wife Martha's death, despite his attempts to meet someone. But they kept telling us before, you only zing once. So he should Yeah, but a man's got needs, you know. <laughs> Does he? Especially after His needs are years. blood. His needs are blood. Well, yeah, but clearly... He's much more human than vampire. I guess. Misinterpreting this as stress from overwork, Mavis books a cruise so they can all take a break and spend more time together as a family. So all his friends can take a break from hanging out at a hotel. To go hang out on a cruise ship? Yep. Dracula, Johnny, Mavis, Dennis, Vlad, and the hotel guests board a cruise ship called Legacy. Dracula sees the ship's human captain, Erica, and immediately falls in love with her at first sight, something he thought was impossible, as he had already zinged before. Erica afterwards goes to a private and secret room on the lower decks, where she meets up with Abraham Van Helsing, dun-dun-dun, secretly her great-grandfather. Van Helsing has almost entirely mechanized his body to avoid death, and has a plan to eliminate all the monsters on the cruise's arrival at the lost city of Atlantis. Which is a thing sure. in this world. Well, why wouldn't it be? Well, it's just, we got everything else. Why not? Right. They're just already dealing with in. mythology. He will use an instrument of destruction in Atlantis's ruins. But apparently in this world, everybody knows it's there. Kind of like in DC Comics or something. Mm-hmm. Well, the humans they are just the monsters. Well, this human-run ship is taking a cruise there. Yeah, but that's because it's Van Helsing. I don't know. They're the ones running. It's his <laughs> ship. He's still human. How does he know about it? Because he, be he chases with... monsters for a living. But there, there's nothing about monsters in Atlantis. There's in their one. There is. Yeah, because they just throw everything into the well, blender. Yeah, right. Van Helsing makes Erica promise not to assassinate Dracula beforehand, but she makes repeated unsuccessful attempts to do so anyway. Dracula's friends hear Erica complain about her inability to get him and misinterpret this as a sign of affection. Dracula nervously asks Erica out on a date, and she accepts since she sees this as another opportunity to kill him. As they dine on a deserted island, Erica unexpectedly begins to fall in love with Drac uh, after they learn about each other's pasts about losing their loved one. 
for Dracula, it was his wife Martha, and for Erica, it was her parents. Mavis discovers Dracula is interested in Erica and becomes suspicious of Erica's motives. The cruise ship reaches Atlantis, which has been converted into a casino. Isn't there an actual casino? Is that supposed to be a joke? There's an Atlantis casino? Or is it just a big resort? I don't know. There's a big Atlantis resort with all kinds of swimming pools and shit. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Dracula decides to tell Mavis the truth about Erica, but gets distracted seeing Erica enter an underground crypt. Drac follows her with Mavis not far behind and learns that Erica is after a family heirloom. With Drax's help, she evades the booby traps around the object and escapes. Mavis arrives and confronts them, and Dracula confesses that he zinged with Erica. To Mavis's that just sounds inappropriate. To Mavis's surprise <laughs> and confusion, after Erica is told what a zing is, her inner guilt about lying to Dracula forces her to reject Dracula's feelings for her, leaving Dracula heartbroken and Mavis feeling guilty. A regretful Erica gives Van Helsing the object, the instrument of destruction, and he sets a trap for the monsters at a dance party, like you do. Noticing that Dracula is still depressed about Erica, Mavis takes advice from Johnny and tells her father to talk to Erica, admitting that she was afraid of him leaving her, which allays Drax's fears. Van Helsing shows up and pushes away the DJ, and a saddened Erica is forced to reveal that she is his great-granddaughter. Van Helsing unveils the instrument of destruction, a case for a music note sheet, and plays a song that drives a friendly kraken living near the island to attack the monsters. Dracula tries to stop the evil kraken, but gets injured. Erica saves Dracula from the evil Kraken and pleads with her great-grandfather to stop the destruction, confessing her love for Drac. This infuriates Van Helsing, and he attacks them both. To pacify the Kraken, Johnny opens up a portable DJ kit that he just carries with him all the time, because you never know, and plays positive songs, good vibrations, don't worry, be happy, to beat Van Helsing's songs. Upon playing the Macarena, the Kraken is relaxed and happy for good. Van Helsing is unable to counter the song as the humans and monsters begin to dance, including the music sheet, which rips itself to pieces during the process. Okay. When Van Helsing also dances, he accidentally slips and falls, but Dracula saves him. Touched by the act of kindness, Van Helsing apologizes to the monsters and gives everybody a full refund for the cruise before sending them back. Back at Hotel Transylvania, Drac proposes to Erica, who gets tongue-tied at the question before accepting. There was a whole thing about him not being able to speak. Right. He was tongue tied when he first met her. Yeah, now she is. The same just a hubby doobie. I'd be doing Adam Sandler right gibberish stuff. A funny I was looking up Catherine Hahn before we got on here. Uh She's married to a gentleman whose last name is also Sandler. Oh. And who does acting but is no relation to related. Because at first I thought it was Ethan Sandler. Uh I was like, is this his son? That's weird. If they're playing opposite each other, uh-huh. or even his brother, but right. no, no relation. Okay. I guess there's a lot of Sandlers in showbiz. I didn't realize. Yeah. I didn't think there were. Well, I always get a little tongue-tied talking about uh, Adam Sandler and Andy Samberg. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. So, uh, yeah. So what do you think? I'm guessing you... I mean, it's fun. It's silly. It, I don't hate it, mm-hmm. but... It feels kind of unnecessary. I mean, they're going to just keep milking this cow as long as they can. Well, I mean, they did. It's like we have a formula. Let's stick to it. Right. Because for the third time, other than, you know, the I mean, the conflict of this one was Van Helsing wants to kill. Yeah. 
Van Helsing and his great granddaughter. As a result, his great granddaughter wants to kill Dracula. Yeah. But the undercurrent of it was can monsters and yeah. humans coexist? Yeah, yeah, the humans don't trust the monsters. And it meant a lot more in the first one. And then we did that same theme in the second one. And now in the third one, we're still doing well, that. Well, the monsters same... are totally cool with humans now. Right. But now we got to get the humans cool with the monsters, which most of them have been. But right. we meet a We got to get the specific. These yeah. particular humans. Yeah. But it's it's treading a lot of the same water. Yeah. That's why I was glad they at least went on a cruise. <laughs> the thing that bugged me the most... It's Hotel Transylvania, but on a boat. boat. <laughs> the thing that bugged me the most... And I mean, I still... I loved it. It was great. But we're supposed to be critiquing these, so... Uh -huh. Here's my two cents. Tinkles, the dog. What the hell was that about? Nothing. Okay. Because well, this is... He was not a dog. That thing was massive. It was right. bigger than all of them. It was yeah. bigger than Frankenstein. Right. But it was still a dog, though. It was dog-shaped. No, no, no. But if it's a bigger dog than no. Frankenstein, but what, it's now a monster. Are you telling me Clifford the Big Red Dog is not a dog? He's a, he's a damn monster is what he is. <laughs> but he's a dog-shaped monster. So what? He's large, in, right? In, in he's the, a giant dog. No, there's the a thing for that. There's a thing. There's a name. No, not he dogs is, that big. He is a, Clifford's not real. Clifford, no, I... But he's a giant dog. This dog was a giant dog. He yeah, but that's a different else. universe. He wasn't a bear or anything. But, but Clifford the Big Red Dog is a different universe. We're not in... We're in the Hotel Transylvania the universe. It's still a dog, though, right? Right. But it's when a, a dog, dog becomes that big... Well, monsters have monster dogs. But I'm saying he's not a bear. He's not some other... No, I'm not saying he's not a dog. I'm saying... He's a dire dog. They said you can't bring pets. Right. And he can't come. Right. But he was more tame than the, the wolf children. <laughs> he was. And there was only one of him. There right. was a whole pack of them. And when you're that big, he's no longer just a dog. He's a damn monster, too. Oh, yeah, and I he see. should have been allowed to come on the trip. <laughs> just they should have had to sneak him. They should've... He should have been allowed because he's a damn they monster just when he's that big. recategorized him. Exactly. I don't know why it bugged me, but I'm sure in life there's a lot of dogs that are better behaved than children. <laughs> right. And they pulled the whole Clark Kent nonsense. Oh, he's got on a hat. Yeah, yeah. Now we don't recognize this big-ass yeah, dog. yeah. I mean, it was cute. It was fun. I liked Tinkles. Right. Great addition. Why the hell, though? I mean, I guess there, there's no conflict if he just gets on. Now they right. have a pet. Yeah. And that gave Winnie... But why and, is he even there? Just to be a B story, I guess. Just yeah, just to give Winnie give and... Kids and something to do. Right, to help keep them distracted, and now they're not just playing with the other kids. They have their own problem that they have to solve. Yeah. I guess is why yeah. it works as a writing formula. But I just... I I... You know, it was it was Chewbacca not getting the medal. Yes. You know, why yes. the hell did he not count as a monster? Right. I felt bad for Tinkles. It was Didn't not they, fair. Such bullshit is note. what I'm saying. Didn't they establish in the sequels that Chewbacca does have a medal? He just didn't get it at the ceremony? I don't know if they established it. I thought she was just giving him a medal they had found or she had tracked down or maybe hers from something. Well, maybe because it wasn't Leia who gives it to him. Leia gives it to him, but is it is she just giving him Han's medal? I think so. Yeah, oh, okay. I don't think so it's that... not his medal that she was holding. On. Right, not... I don't think he got a She's real just medal. Giving him Han's medal. Well, that would make that sense. Would... Right? Why not? But yeah, he should have been. I know there's a fan edit where somebody just digitally put, put it in, put one on him. Yeah. <laughs> and while that while, sounds like the best. While edit Luke, I know while Lucas is ruining the movie with adding a bunch of crap, he could have right. He could have added that Han shot first. <laughs> It's as, important that Hans shoots as first. As long as you're shooting I know you know this. Right. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. for anyone out there who doesn't realize, 
Han shooting first shows that he was a bad guy yes. who became a good guy. Yeah, it gives him a When kid. he doesn't shoot first, it now no longer freaking well, it matters. also shows that he's clever. It gives him an arc, but it also shows that he that he's clever. And that he's, he doesn't have to play by the rules. He's ruthless. Right. He doesn't care. Yeah. He will kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a bad yeah. man. Gives him a character. He's a bad right. man who did bad things. Lucas doesn't understand. And when the other bad people come to collect, he kills them. Lucas doesn't understand character arcs. <sighs> and that's why it matters that he came back. It was only the second movie. It doesn't matter, damn it, if he's not a bad guy. Uh, oh. <laughs> welcome to the Star Wars podcast. Yeah, uh, nothing about any of all the franchises make Late, me as mad at, as that. That is the gentlemen. worst thing in all of them, having Greedo yep. shoot first. Yep. Star Wars doesn't care about canon, and neither should you. <laughs> okay, so... So, ho- next year, are we doing Hotel Transformia? I, w- I want to watch it now. <laughs> you go ahead and watch it. I might have a theme next year, and it may not fit the theme. Oh, okay. I haven't announced the theme yet. No, no, don't, don't. But I'm, I'll tell you off mic. Sure, yeah, yeah. So, what did what did you think? How many pumpkins have you given? I'm going to give it three again. Three? Yep, just nice, even down the middle of three. Can I do four and a half? Like four yeah, and a yeah. smashed pumpkin? Yeah, yeah, you can. Four do, and a busted pumpkin? You can do uh, percentages. Or, or five uh, segments. Week after jack o' lanterns that uh, are all now le- falling apart and crumbling le- and you can't see the face letterbox, anymore. Letterboxed and Voodoo let you give half stars. You can give half a pumpkin. That's true, they do. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I like them. They're fun. Sure. I'm going to give four another chance. I don't think I ever finished it. Uh-huh. It just pissed me off that it wasn't Sandler. Is it written by the same guys? No, I don't think so. Uh, I think Tarkovsky might be a producer on it. And I think Catherine Hahn might still be doing Erica. It's just uh, Sandler and, and Kevin James, which I looked up. Uh, that was right when Sandler had gotten his big-ass Netflix contract. Right. So that seemed to be... It wasn't like any official statement, but that seemed to be the consensus. And Kevin James had also gotten some sort of Netflix contract. So I don't know if Netflix are just... It does show Tartakovsky as one of the three screenwriters. Okay. but um, and, sto- and just general story by. I don't know if part of his contract was he, they had him exclusively, and so he couldn't work with anyone else, or just, hey man, I've got to do six films over the next three years for Netflix. I'm not going to have time. The if other... you're listening, Mr. Sandler, you leave a comment and let <laughs> us know. The other two writers I don't recognize. I know the. I think the second one it said was um, Smigel. Yeah, he was on on one and of them. Maybe the first one as well. He co-wrote with uh, Sandler. Oh, uh, something good, great thing about this film. Uh-huh. Uh I I noticed it in the credits this time. I don't. I didn't recall it in the first and second, but he probably was. But Mark Mothersbaugh does the music. Yeah, I saw that, but I have no idea what that means. Uh he was in Devo. Oh, okay. Oh, and he also been... he's he's done soundtracks for a ton of stuff. Oh, I'm I'm going blank right now. Uh, I think he did the Rugrats theme song. Well, he he. Uh... But he scores a lot of films. Right. You've you've heard it, more of his stuff than you realize. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's great. Well, we were we were Devo's talking, great. We were talking. It took me years to get turned on to him. We were talking. Yeah, fantastic. I found them annoying at the time. But well, I, I think it's the song Whip more. It. Yeah. I hate that song. Well, see, I kind of like it now, but at the time I was just like, what the hell is this? Well, I'd heard it, and then it was on a damn Swiffer commercial or some uh-huh. bullshit like that. Uh-huh. But one of my the women in my life back in Austin, way back in the day, 6'2 Sarah, she loved Devo and would play him all the time. And finally, 
one day I was like, wait, no, these guys are great. Mongoloid. Oh, it's such a good song. Okay. Uh, uh, we we sort of talked about Devo back in the Rock uh, Rockula episode. Oh, is Devo in it? No, but Visiting Kids is in it, which is related to Devo. What's Visiting Kids? It's a band? It's a band with the wife of one of the... Wife and daughter and a couple other girls of one of the Devo guys. Huh. And D- Devo was sort of involved in it. It's a whole thing. Okay, I'm going to have to go back and listen to that one. Yeah, if y'all haven't... If Whip It's the only it's song... Just, it's described as a Devo-related project. Right. Weird. Like most kind of obscure or unknown or or out there fringe bands, their one big hit is usually one of the worst songs. Right. Jane's Addiction, great band. Uh, most people can only will only recognize being caught stealing one of their worst songs. They have so many songs greater than that. And same with Devo. Whip is probably easily their most famous one. Mm-hmm. And far from being their best material. Okay. Anyway, Mark Mothersbaugh. He did the music, Uh and he's great. Okay. So one more reason to like the Hotel Transylvania. Okay. Uh, All right. Anything else? No, I guess. (laughs) I guess that's it. Okay. But I am going to give Transforming a chance. I guess that's all I can say to wrap that up. All right. Uh, We'll see y'all again tomorrow, though. Yes. For the, for Morbin time. Uh, Yeah. Yep. And uh, as well as Werewolf in... No, Werewolf by Night. Werewolf not by Werewolf night. in Paris. Werewolf, no. Different film. Yeah. Werewolf. Um, yeah. I guess that's it. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Okay. So uh, I've been your host, Precious D. My guest has been... Texacano G. <laughs> and remember to keep calm and take shelter in basements. And don't misuse science. We won't see you, but you will hear us next time on Monster Movie Funtime Go. Funtime Go! You've been listening to Monster Movie Funtime Go. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice. Our theme song is by the Texacato folk rock punk featuring Lita Lopez. You can support the show, find links to our social media, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mnftg. Funtime Go!